Well, welcome to the follow-up podcast. My name is Hayden. I am the worship director here at Arbor Church. Today I'm joined by Brian, who is in a different spot. Brian Cobley, our students director. I wonder why. Um, Allison Oconey, our community pastor. And our speaker from Sunday and our interim pastor, Cliff Tatama. Cliff, you started a new series on Sunday, um, which we are calling Priorities. Correct. And the title of this week's uh, message in that series was, we go with neither? neither? Yeah, we went with neither, Yeah, it really is God first, right? God first, yeah, yeah, yeah. And this was one of the messages that I had heard you talking about kind of right when you got here. It was something that you wanted to do, and we finally found a an area in the speaking calendar to kind of accommodate this series and that message. Um, how long have you at least been sitting on this message or thought about this message or, you know, it's been ruminating around that you've wanted to share it? Um, I think, I think when I read that story and, and, and it really hit me that for the first time that way was, it might've been as much, as much as six months ago that I began to think about it. Yeah. Yeah. Um, it's, very topical for this climate and i feel like most time <laughs> in general right like there's always been some sort of division or argument of what's the right way to do things or um people picking sides did it when it first came up did you think about it in terms of you know political decisions or people making church decisions or was it really outside of those those things. Yeah, it really was outside of the, when okay. I first saw it. I think I think I was just really struck by the fact that uh, when I first read that that the commander of the Lord's army said neither to Joshua yeah. about being a friend or foe. Yeah. It just really I thought, "What? That that mm-hmm. that's when I started looking into it deeper and seeing the additional implications of it, but it was just really that thought of of thinking, "Well, why would he have said that?" Mm-hmm. You know, yeah. instead of uh well, I'm on your side. Yeah. Yeah. Was it, when you were putting this sermon together, was it difficult to not get into the, you know, political, church, you know, politics decision? Did you find yourself purposely trying to avoid those comparisons and allusions to that? No. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> no, I happen to think the scripture is relevant, really relevant mm-hmm. to whatever we're going through. Yep. And so to me, this just, I was like going, man, this is so dialed for where we are at right yeah. now. Yeah. yeah. But weirdly, I think that, um, so a year ago, you could have preached the message and it would have had great fruit. I think a year from now, you could preach it too. Yes. It w- or somebody could listen back to it and it will bear great fruit. It yeah. seems like a timeless message. It is a time. I, yeah, it is totally a timeless message. Yeah. that. But with, with everything we've dealt with in the last, well, since last March... Especially, you know, uh, because it's just heightened all the the differences. I think more than I can remember in a long time. I, I go back a few years, maybe more than most of y'all, and I remember nineteen. I remember the sixties and how divisive it was. It was mm. so divisive. It was such a time of of you know marching against the war and people trying to be for the war and just mm-hmm. and it was just so divisive. And I really haven't seen anything like that until in the last year. Yeah. I just recently heard somebody say it reminded them of this era reminds them of the sixties as yeah. well. Yes. That's what everything I mean. yeah. being overthrown. Yep. And my only reminder yep. of the sixties is the movie Forrest Gump. I don't know, Brian, <laughs> if you also, you think about what, what, what was her name? Jenny. Was that her name? 
Jenny? Yeah, why? <laughs> oh, because she's getting on the bus, right? And uh, they're at like Washington D.C. Yeah. And, yep. Yeah. Is that sixties? I think I think it was sixties, wasn't it? Yeah. If CCR's playing, it probably was the sixties, right? Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. Um, Although it could have been seven, early seventies. Early seventies. Yeah. CCR was in the seventies. Oh, okay. Yeah. Well. Then I don't have any. And by the way, for our listeners who don't know, who don't have a uh, <laughs> solid enough musical background, what CCR stand for? Clarence. Creed. Credence. Credence. <gasps> Credence. Clearwater Revival. The Credence. Yeah. We're just, I'm glad you're a fortunate God son. To so, the world. Funny. I don't know if you. <laughs> oh, remember. that's Three Dog Night, dear. <laughs> yeah, it is. <laughs> the boys and girls now. That's no, Three I Dog swear. Night. That's no, not Creed. That's not. Three Dog Night. <laughs> that is not Creed. I don't know very many Three Dog Night songs. That's the only one I think <laughs> I, I know. was born of a hippie woman. I feel like I was at a jam with. <laughs> wow. Yeah. All right. CCR doesn't have any sort of clean you know, vocal you're songs. Right, Allison. Uh, no. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Uh, so, so, go ahead, Brian. Funny um, uh, context about Arbor. I was actually going to preach this over the summer. This whole the this coming up summer. No, last summer. Oh, when we were doing the worship uh, series. I was going to preach the Commander of the Lord's Army uh, because in this story, uh, Joshua fell down and worshipped when the Commander hmm. of the Lord's Army showed up. But it was in the summer, and you know. I would say, yeah, there's probably even more division than there is now in, in the su- than there was summer. I don't know. I just maybe Oh, I don't know. I'm could, I'm such an eternal optimist. I think we're on the other side of it now. Everybody so. yeah. everybody's getting Yeah. yeah. But the the funny part Sorted was I th- maybe cuz uh things happened where the sermon got changed and we ended up scrapping this one and I did the outlandish love. No. What washing lavish, lavish, his lavish feet. love. Yeah. Lavish, lavish love. love. Um and I wonder if that was just Holy Spirit, like, hey, it's not time for this one yet. Like, Wait for mm. Cliff. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Wait yeah. for Cornelius. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> to, to preach it. Oh my gosh. But yeah, that's it's actually it is it is cool that the the wasn't God saying no, but not yet. Yeah. To for. Well, I love how timeless it is. I mean, mm-hmm. again, it's just yeah. going to bear fruit whenever somebody finds it in the archives and. Pulls it back out. Yeah. I think it's for me. It was so when we're really thinking through. Um, it's not my way or your way. It's only God's way. When it, when it, when it came up with that thing, that allowed me to really think about it on a lot of different levels. And and it really, you know, I had to keep reminding myself of that, right? So that um, as we've gone through these kinds of things that we've been going through, not to own m- my position, but to let that go and say, Lord, what what do you want done here? What's your position mm. in this, you know? Yeah. Uh, um, I think, with the possible exception of the Seahawks, you know, God's one of those gods that goes in the Super Bowl. It's neither, <laughs> right? Because you got guys praying from both sides. He would never be on the Niners' side, but, you know. No, I mean, always. You know, yeah. Always. Uh, <laughs> but you know what I mean? I mean, you know, isn't it funny? We talk about that too, right? People going, oh, you know, we're praying for God, to, for our team to win, you know? And I always think, what's God's view of that? And I was thinking about this. I think I think he'd be saying neither one. Whoever is praying harder, right? Right. Yep. Think I'm a, think win. I'm above the game. <laughs> yeah. Think I'm I above these other things. I don't know if this would embarrass you, so I won't even say that it was you in the story. But <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to say, That's as good. an example, I knew of a man. Okay, yes. a very tall man who okay. came in. 
to work with us a couple of months ago during which it's like COVID and everybody's figuring out like where they fall on the mask thing. And this tall man came in and like he was meeting us all for the first time and he basically didn't take sides on any like, Oh, I'm a masker. I'm a non-masker. He just came in and was like, whoever I'm with, like whatever their preferences, that's how I'm going to roll. And I I think of that in terms of like, is it my way or your way or is it God's way? Because I kind of think that is how Jesus would enter too in those, Mm -hmm. like whatever's good for you guys and whatever blesses you, that's the way I want to roll instead of like, hey, just do it my way. Right. Right. You know, Mm -hmm. so even in a really... um, politically charged kind of, you know, everybody taking sides kind of season, whatever the issue is, masks or not. I liked how that tall new man came in and just said, like, whatever, whatever blesses you. Lauren, it was Lauren. Yeah. It might no, have I been about Cliff. I think I was Cliff <laughs> that she was talking about. Oh, got on. <laughs> yeah. So, I don't know. It's yeah, just one thing. example because I think people are like, well, what is God's way? I'm right. still trying you to know. figure out right. whose toes Cliff stepped on with a woman on staff. I'm still yeah. trying to figure yeah. that one out. That part yeah. I'm still That's trying still to still a mystery. Yeah. Yeah. We're keeping that a mystery. <laughs> so, uh, I think when you had first talked about uh, this message, Cliff, you had talked about the the story that you focused on, right? The um, the angel, God's army, Joshua, right? For me, I've read through Exodus and, and the story of the promised land and all of that probably four or five times, and I've done it personally, but I've also done it for school. I think it might be helpful for people that maybe haven't read through as much. Could you kind of give us, or Brian or Allison, could you give um, the audience, the listeners, just kind of uh, an idea where we're at in the story, right? From a lot of people know the story of Moses, and then the knowledge starts to kind of drop off after Moses, and some people really know the story of Joshua, but the, the whole story of the promised land is very long. There's a lot of battles. There's a lot of events. So if you could just give us an idea, where are we at in the story of um, Israel? Anybody can take it. <laughs> um, okay. Go for it, Brian. This is after the 40 years of wandering in the wilderness, which 40 years was not supposed to be 40 years. How long was it supposed to be? Like... Maybe eleven days or like, so. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. It, was yeah, well, it sounds a lot like a pandemic. <laughs> it was supposed to. It was supposed to be a very short time, but after just <laughs> sinning and sinning and not listening to God, they ended up wandering for forty years. And then, uh, after more sinning and not listening to God, God pretty much told the the wandering generation that you will never enter the promised land. And that's why we don't see Moses. Yeah, that's why anymore. Moses doesn't yep. do it. Moses and everybody that Moses led had to die but their kids would get to enter the promised land. So they're just waiting on the other side of the Jordan River. What would you say? Except for two guys. Except for two guys. Yeah. uh, Caleb Caleb. and Joshua. Yep. So Joshua was the only guy, Joshua and Caleb, the only two from that generation who crossed the river. Is is, there there any significance to Caleb in the story? In this particular one? No. There is prior to it, and there is after that. Yep. Okay. But uh, we don't know where he was at. In the crossing, as an example, yeah. I got a feeling he was with the fighting guys because that's the kind of guy he is. You know, yeah. I do feel bad for the last person who died, though, because <laughs> everyone was everybody was cheering. Probably <laughs> so celebration, sad. so <laughs> sad. Yeah, Finally! now we get to go. Yeah. Now we get to go to the promised land, <laughs> which is fascinating, isn't it? Because they spend forty years in the desert yeah. after they've gotten out of Egypt, out of slavery in Egypt, 
and they have two battles in that 40 years. Now they're going to finally get to go to the promised land, this great land that God's promised, and they're so excited about taking over this great land, and they have, I think it's 36 or 38 battles. Mm-hmm. It's a lot. In the promised land. Mm-hmm. So, you know, it just I think we tend to think, oh, they're coming to the promised land. It's all the end of the fairy tale. Everything is great now. Mm-hmm. But God's going, no, you still got to be dependent on me, and, it's, and I'm still going to be the one to lead you in and, this. And Scott preached a sermon uh, a couple months ago about with Caleb, and didn't he bring up a stat that they didn't even control 100% in the promised land? It was like a very small percentage. Mm-hmm. Like they yeah. didn't actually get it all. Right. That sounds correct to me. Yeah. yeah I can't, but then I there remember. was a redo where they went back in the land of their failure or something, right? Yes. Yes. I do remember that that part from the sermon. And yes. And then they were victorious in the land of their failure. Well, mm-hmm. Caleb uh, ended up like living or taking over the land of giants. Yep. Yeah. Um, Neph- the hill country. Neph- Neph- what are they called? Yeah, and yeah, uh, yeah. I thought it was Scott. Scott, yeah. if you're listening, please call us in. <laughs> <laughs> was I supposed to live broadcast this? Yeah. I'm yeah. sorry, I didn't do that. If that was, uh, I apologize. Uh, I what should've... the percentage was? I can't. Yeah. I know it was like a very small percentage. Yeah, uh, yeah. I don't remember how much land they actually yeah. Yeah. took over. We're gonna call this segment "Lost in the Weeds." So lost we'll in the weeds forward. is right. Yes, or wilderness. <laughs> yeah, in the wilderness. Yeah, yeah. could have been very applicable. Here. Yeah. So. um this is just a question for the coming weeks. Is are are the rest of the sermons kind of based in the Old Testament in this in this timeline, or are you kind of jumping around uh, different stories for the rest of the series? Um, it's uh, well, we'll go. To, we're going to go to Job next. Okay, yeah. Uh, for uh, for uh, Memorial Day weekend, and then um, and then we're going to uh, the New Testament. One okay, Jesus's parables. Okay, yeah. And then we'll conclude the priorities with Jesus' Great Commission. Sweet. Okay. Which parable? Pardon me? Which parable? Um, the parable of the three different ways people are going to respond to Jesus when he says, follow me. I can't remember the exact, I can't remember the, uh, I can't, Allison will remember where it's It's a long I title. Can't. I don't think that's the title, <laughs> the, head, the, the headline. official title. The title. <laughs> you know what the title is, you know the going to be? One job. One job. Yeah. After one job? Wow. One job. <laughs> Coming up after one job is one job. That would be a funny yeah. play. We'll talk about job one, one job. on Sunday, and then it'll yeah. be one, one job <laughs> after that. Yeah. yeah. Clever, guys. Yeah, um, that just shows so, you that. So, you know what, though, uh, Hayden, I think, um, you know, I actually was talking to a friend of mine, and he said, are you, are you, are you teaching through something right now? Are you teaching exegetically, exegetically through something right now yeah. or what? And I said, and I said well, or, or are you doing topical? Mm. And I said, um, well, what is it when I'm going through a section of Scripture and we're going to take it verse by verse? Oh, that's exegetical, no question about it. Neither. Really, but we're doing it from the topical perspective. Yeah, we're doing it God's way. Thank you. It, and that's what I wanted it's to tell him on the phone. Way. It's not my <laughs> way or your way. It's God's way. Yeah. And he's, he's saying, let's do it this way. <laughs> this is the message I have. Yeah. Bump. <laughs> well, if you look at if you look at Jesus' ministry, he taught from Genesis all the way to the, the end of the Old Testament. So obviously he did it exegetical book by book. Right? I mean, <laughs> I think he I think he did that on the the road to Emmaus. Oh, yeah. he was constantly teaching. But when he was like, like, I, he was saying like from the beginning to, yeah. to the end. Well, of the straight, that was straight. a comment. The problem is people, he yeah. did do that on the yeah. road to Emmaus. Yeah. Yes. The, pro- the problem is if people are listening to this, they think 
Aiden serious about going through Genesis <laughs> verse by verse and yeah. Exodus and everything else. That isn't quite the way that Jesus That is not taught. correct. Yeah, I was joking around. Was Though he might have done that on the road to Emmaus, to Emmaus. is what yeah. you're saying. Yeah. Yes. I don't think that's But he did that topically. That would take him a long time. It was a long travel. A long and then they long. invited Jesus to stay <laughs> so he could teach more. Yeah. He's a fast teacher. Think of like the fastest. Who invited Brian back? You. <laughs> you told me to bring on the heat. Brian, since we're talking about you already, yeah. I would love you. Before we started the podcast, yeah. almost every time we almost start the podcast, Brian has something that he's like, ooh, we should talk about this, or he brings something up. So I'm just creating a the floor for you to okay. just walk out and, and talk about what you were talking about before we started. All right. Uh, I like just fun tidbits to think of when it comes to the sermons or the the verses and what hit me as I was coming in was I thought it was just super cool that what Cliff taught and what many scholars believe is the commander of the Lord's army was Jesus mm-hmm. and the word you used I said Jesus incarnate but you used a different word yeah it's not incarnate it's a Christophany and so the difference would be when he was incarnate he was born into the flesh mm-hmm. and a Christophany is he just basically appeared Fleshly. And yeah. uh, so what I thought was just kind of cool, don't know how intentional it was on the Holy Spirit, God's side, but Jesus, the name Jesus is derived, it's the, it's the same word as Joshua. And so uh, we looked it up and Joshua was... Joshua is the Lord is my salvation. The Lord is my salvation, while Jesus means God is my salvation. God but is salvation. God is salvation. Yeah. And so it's, to me, it was super cool that you know, a lot of people teach that Joshua, Jesus, same name. And in this story, we have those two people like staring yeah. at each other. And for those of you who understand it, I said it's like the Spider-Man meme that's super popular where Spider-Man's pointing. Pointing at Spider-Man. Spider-Man yeah. pointing. We can do it. Here, let's reenact it, Hayden. Well, they can't see me, but yeah. But they get Imagine it. I'm pointing at you, yeah. Here, the audio it. listeners are very much that. lost. Yeah. I'm not doing that. Yeah, to me, though, I thought that I, if I was preaching the sermon, I don't know if I would have would have taught that because I don't know like right what it does to me is that's a fun fact I think that yeah. uh, it was just super cool that the people with the same name yep. are just are having a conversation with each other right now yeah, yeah. super cool it just um, pulled me back to elementary school where there's like Joshua L and Joshua S yep. or whatever because there's more than one yep. in the room yeah. and so forevermore you're called you know, or, were you ever Brian C yeah, no, it's B B Ryan because there's a Ryan in class. Oh, B Ryan. So it's B Ryan. I B. doubt you'd have another Cliff in the class. Nope, never happened. I never <laughs> had another Hayden in my um, class. No, oh, I, I, I thought I thought, was, I thought yeah. it was going to bring you up to the big Josh battle that happened like a month ago. <laughs> Brian, with your pop culture references, what the heck was a Josh battle? There, you don't know about the Josh oh battle? My God. <laughs> this is where we just. <laughs> go way off track because Brian's we'll got to bring up social media. It wasn't my fault this time. We'll tell you after the podcast. Okay. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> In the um, show notes. Getting back to the sermon. <laughs> um, this is a typical question that I'm going to throw at you, Cliff. Okay. Was this a, a difficult or easy sermon for you to put together? The the uh, the concept was easy to come together. Yep. Once, once, once I began to just really meditate on that neither and what that meant, uh, that then the concept was easy. I think um, laying it out and seeing how it how the, the other pieces came into it uh, that took a little bit more. Yeah, because if if I remember correctly, I you had the this. idea of 
of neither first, right? Yes. That story. And then as awesome as that is, that's not a full sermon, right? And you got to do the work to build around right. that and look at the text. So That's not what I thought you were going to say. What did you think I was going to say, Brian? Are you going to say about the devotion you gave us as a staff? Oh, that was just God working with timing and all of that. That yeah. I, Because the devotion that I did was after your sermon, right? Or is it before? No, before. You gave before. us a sermon about the ark in the water. Yes. Or in the Jordan. And yeah. the, the, the ark went before, but then stayed behind yep. until everybody went through. And Cliff was like, oh, I think I'm going to put that into oh, the sermon. Right. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so, yeah. <laughs> Which I can't take credit for because it was a Judah Smith sermon, but I just really liked that that part of his sermon where he talked right. about the ark. And it was just Holy Spirit and happy coincidence that a couple weeks before this message, I did a devotion for our staff meeting on that. And it, I mean, to me, I think it's just so cool that there's so much of the Old Testament that is still very much applicable. And, you know, we're not we're not in letters to a young church, but the truths for then are still the truths for today. And even yeah. looking at the Old Testament, there's so many cool stories. And I even think about, I can't remember exactly where it's at, but the whole story of, uh, um, I don't know who it is, but they're holding a staff up during a battle. Do you guys know what story I'm talking yeah. about? Yeah. Where is that at in Mo- the Old Moses? Testament? That was Moses. That was Moses, right? Her, oh, and Aaron. Her and Aaron holding his yeah. hands up. Yeah. 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 And the whole allusion to Jesus, right? Right. It's just so cool. So there's a lot of yeah. the Old Testament that's just... Which isn't that like the medical symbol? Hospital symbol? Serpent on a stick. Yeah. Yeah. I believe yeah. so. I believe so. <laughs> you're you, no, I think you're I, a that's, fact checker. Yeah. I, I, love to I, che- I love to teach on the Old Testament for that reason because yeah. so many people think it's... But it's so applicable. It's just different. You know, yeah, it's, it's, it's just like what you were just mentioning, the serpent on the stick yeah. uh, or the pole or whatever it yeah. was, you know, when Moses lifted up the serpent in the wilderness. Mm-hmm. Uh, and Jesus refers back to that in yep. John chapter 3 about, about there's so often the Old Testament has these things that happened yep. that had huge spiritual significance later. It was like, a, it was like God yeah. allowed it to happen in person physically, but it was going to point to a spiritual event that would happen later on. Yep. And, uh, and so it's much, really yeah. cool to see that. I yeah. think the church has found themselves in a spot where Old Testament is only for children's ministry. Unfortunately, yes. <laughs> a lot of yeah. a lot of the Old Testament gets taught in you know children's ministry, yeah. and not as much on Sunday. But I think even like there's a lot of there's a lot of Jesus kind of reclaimed some things that felt bad. Like you, I forget where it's at, but they talk about how water was used to flood Noah, and then isn't there somewhere in the New Testament where it says you know the water was meant to destroy man, but now through water and baptism you'll have eternal life. And I just think moments like that are so cool. Yeah. That Doesn't that weirdly for, show up in First Peter? First Peter. It, I was going to yeah, say First Peter. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. That's, it's I like, couldn't so remember. It's a kind of a random, a random yeah. verse it, in there. It's random, but then you look at what Jewish people knew of, like the flood in Noah. It's just so cool how Jesus and is able to come through and the Holy Spirit's able to give these ideas to people to write down. And I just think there's so much illusion and, and draw and going back to the Old Testament to teach new theology. Yeah, well, I think... The water, the same, and I've not taken the Hebrew class, but I think the same Hebrew word for the ark was the same word for the basket that Moses went on. Oh, as interesting. A, as, a, as an infant. Really? Like it's the same same word. So that's as super Noah cool. passed through water. Yep. Moses passed through water. Yep. The <clears throat> And then the Red Sea, they passed through water. Then yeah. you get to the promised yeah. land, they passed through water. That yeah. passing through water has always been yep. a form of... 
of the next step that God's leading. Mm-hmm. Yeah, a picture of baptism. People, which, yeah. if, as Hayden and I talked about this, our big huh. baptism yeah. theological battle with Dr. Voorhees, he led us to those yeah, those texts. And about yeah, the, and that's maybe that's why it's clicking in my head. Is there so when we talked about baptism, there's so much scripture that talks about water. Yeah, going th- passing. Through I, water. I'm anxious for us to be able to do some baptisms. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah hopefully oh, this for summer. Sure. Huh? Oh, it's one yeah. of my favorite. One of my favorite things, actually, same conversation with Doctor Voorhees. Yeah, he ch- forever changed baptisms for me. That um, he he was talking about that when when somebody gets baptized. And they they dunk under it. You know, we talk about how it's like uh, going from death to life. And when you're underwater, you can't breathe, obviously, unless you're like super cool. Um, you can't breathe. And when you get lifted up, you know, you breathe. You're, it's your new life. But he said, forever, I want you to look at that first breath. Because the first thing that people do every time they get baptized is go, <gasps> mm-hmm. and that is the first breath of the new life. It's so cool. Of of following Jesus. Mm-hmm. So now every time I see somebody get baptized, I just, I can't wait to hear the, <gasps> and what yeah. does, uh, what does the word tell us how the Holy spirit comes, you know, in Ezekiel in Ezekiel 37 with the dead bones, it says, it says prophesied to the wind to come. Mm-hmm. The wind is the spirit, right? Yeah. Numa. So, so in when Greek. you take, when you just add what you just said, yeah. you see that first breath as the breath of the Holy spirit coming into them. Mm-hmm. Which is what the Bible says, right? Is once you receive Him, the Holy Spirit is now inside of you. Because pneuma, yeah. pneuma, which is breath, wind, and spirit are all the same yeah. word. Yeah, pneuma. Yeah. Wow. Um, my favorite thing to see is that yeah. is that first breath. And I've I have found when you baptize people, if you wait till the bubbles start to come up, that first <laughs> breath is a lot deeper. <laughs> Just saying. <laughs> They're just kind of like <gasps> Cliff with the comic relief right they there. They get a lot of the Holy Spirit that way. So baptism's coming up. Yeah. Cliff will not be you not ask for Cliff. You can yeah. click who you want to baptize right. you. Oh, my. Oh, um, uh, I, getting, I baptized a guy one time. This is a little holy. We're off on a terrible subject. We're way off of it. But anyway, <laughs> baptized a guy who was a biker gang, and he had you know probably probably murdered people and everything else and he's now become a believer and and so he's telling me and i explained to him how when you go under the water it's it's like dying to yourself coming alive to christ it's also like just picture that your sins are being gone and you're coming up a new creature in christ mm-hmm. he goes man i got a lot that's got to come off i said i'll hold you down there till i see bubbles how about that <laughs> He said, "He said, be good, be good." <laughs> That's great. Oh, uh, we're uh, we're getting close to cutting this thing off because we're uh, over thirty minutes. I just want to ask we're you, at Cliff. What was that? We're at twenty six. Oh, you're right. Sorry, we didn't start recording immediately. Um, I want to ask you, Cliff, was there anything that you needed to cut out of the message for time's sake or just didn't really fit with what you were talking about? You know, Allison and I were talking about the services on Sunday, and, um, and I told her I, I don't remember much of that second service. Um, <laughs> neither do people online. <laughs> neither do people online because they got cut off partway through it. And I said, you know, I, I, I don't. I don't even remember. I, I was getting to the end of that. I'm trying to remember. Did I cover everything? Mm. It was one of those times when you're you just find yourself going and mm-hmm. uh, 
and I'm getting to the end and thinking, did I tell the whole story? Did I miss some points? I yeah. think I saw most of the points coming up that I had yeah. had down there. But I, you know, so um, and and I know I went a number of different directions in the second mm. service than I did in the first service. Yeah. Um, and there's usually some of that that you know you just feel like you kind of feel like the Holy Spirit's leading one way or another yeah. more strongly. But uh, it was pretty. It felt pretty extreme. Yeah, I haven't seen both or known both or didn't talk to anybody who sat in both to really find that out. So I don't know. So you yeah. asked me, what did I leave out? I'm not even sure what I put in. Yeah. <laughs> I, I feel bad for the people who were attending second service online, but for the people that were here in person for second service, it really just felt like all of us got out of the way and, and the Holy Spirit kind of just led second service like top to bottom. And it a real big bummer that we don't have it online or a video version of it, but I, I remember walking away from second service just feeling like, man, we <laughs> we didn't do anything. It was all the Holy Spirit on second service. So. Yeah, I, I totally agree with you, Hayden. Yeah. It was so, it was just really, really neat to yeah. just sense that. Yep. And uh, It was Pentecost Sunday, too. And it was yep. Pentecost yep. Sunday. It totally yeah. makes sense, timely. right? Yeah. To- so timely. Yeah. I think I, you know, I, I want to give all the credit to the Holy Spirit, but Allison, that candle, I think, is what really just set us over the top. <laughs> the, you know, <laughs> you're welcome. You I noticed welcome. at second service, you opened the door for the for the Let candle to get bit. out, you know? Let it fly around the room. Yeah, exactly. Uh, oh, mercy. Before, yeah. We, before we end this, yeah. um, I do like to give a shout out to Allison's shoes. Um, yes. I just really Where would feel... we be without those shoes? Yeah. Yeah, with you guys, contract. you guys are just listening to this podcast. Wise, I'm sorry. Yeah, <laughs> you don't get to see them. Amazing, and it's why Brian is not sitting here in this space <laughs> is because I wasn't getting enough contrast yeah. on the other side because the white drum. So he switched with me so I could wear these. Fun so shoes. because Literally. because Brian knew it wasn't yeah. about him, yeah, or about her. <laughs> It was about God's way. God's way. It was about God's One way. One of these weeks, we'll just release a completely unedited podcast where you guys get to see what setup and our, our <laughs> early conversations are like because we spent a lot of time on what our names mean. Yeah, after we and I want to say that real quick, just for oh. everybody to know. After we were doing uh, looking up the names of Joshua and Jesus, Jesus. we did look up everybody's uh, staff names. So. Um, I can, you you got to, mine wrong, so don't no, even. Uh, no. But go ahead and talk about his. <laughs> okay, so first off, my name means noble. I, I am of nobility. Cliff, Clifford is very easy. It's a Ford by the cliff. There you go. <laughs> Allison is son of the noble one. He's lying. No, nope, it is son of the noble one. Lying and, in the house of the Lord. And Hayden has just the best yep. of all of us. And his name, Hayden, I actually want you to tell everybody. Well, now that you give me the opportunity, I'm going to say how you came up my name. My name is a misspelling of the word heathen. So <laughs> <laughs> I hope that everyone listens to this and says, that's not very fitting of Hayden. But right. some people might not feel that way, and that's okay. <laughs> You know, I'll take it up with God. Of all of us. Yeah, yeah don't. I, I won't say yeah, who, but of all of us, one person has lived up to their name. I don't know who it is, but. The Ford uh, by the cliff. Yeah. Ford. <laughs> do, you, are, do you drive a Ford? I do. He does. All right. He does. All right. You live up to it, man. Okay. There you go. <laughs> well, uh, this podcast was great. I. <laughs> Really wish we would have stayed on topic more, but I'm not upset about it. You know, we had fun, we laughed, yeah. um, we got to talk about 
Cliff's message, and I'm excited for next week where we get to talk about. Are we going with battle strategies? Is that yeah? So next week, if you're a fan of military and historical battles, come back because it's going to be all about battle strategies, right, Cliff? Yeah, and if you're yeah. a fan of just winning the spiritual battles, you better come back. Oh, okay. I misunderstood. Yeah. What? Okay. <laughs> Sounds good. Ignore what I said. We're going to talk about something completely different. So. Um, I'm going to wrap things up. Do you guys have any final comments, concerns, questions, feedback, anything? Right, now you guys don't want to go off track. Comments about Allison's shoes. Great thank shoes. You. Thank you for the shout out. That means a lot to me. So, anyway. All right. Well, uh, thank you guys for joining us, and uh, we will see you all next week. <laughs>